श्री गुरी वैष्णव गुरु परंपरा की जय श्री श्री गौरा की जय गुरु भक्त वृंद की जय श्री चैतन्य चरितामृत की जय कृष्ण कविराज स्वामी महाशय की जय वंदे चैतन्य देवम भगवंत नाट्यते चित्रम लेखारंगे चोदोपयम This is a typical then of Krishna's Kabirashko Swami to begin his chapter um all of his chapters for the most part with this Sanskrit verse of his own composition as we know the Chaitanya Charitamrita is his most famous work and it's primarily in in uh Bengali hmm? and as such it is the um, it constitutes the the taking of the goswami's writings all of which was in uh, sanskrit and which was the language of the educated and uh, pious people hmm, of the time this the religious the spiritual language taking their teachings in that language which is not accessible to uh the larger body of uh the larger population <clears throat> you know books especially religious books were kept with brahmans and uh for some some extent obviously for good reasons because they were capable of teaching and books require such books most books require teachers um Of course, you have your popular books, but I mean school books and books of lessons and and uh, and so forth. Teachers uh, not only compliment them, but they embellish them, make uh, shed light on them in ways that that we could not. Pujapachita hmm? Marsh um, compared the Shastra, the sacred text, to a passive agent of divinity, and the Sadhu to an active agent of divinity. the book for example cannot ask you when you read it so what do you think <laughs> or did you understand hmm? but the sadhu can actively go after us and ask did you understand you can say yes you can say what did you understand and question and so forth and help us to uh, understand or make sure that we do and and um and this way they they work together you you have the concept of veda mata veda being the text is the mother and the guru being the father obviously it only works so far a guru could be a mother too i mean it could be a female um um but at any rate there's a marriage <laughs> breaks down a little bit but <laughs> not entirely <laughs> in the times in which we live there could be a marriage <laughs> between the 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 guru regardless of her um gender and the vedak uh the veda mata you know the mother but anyway the point is that the mother and the father 
and and there that's there too also in the in the homosexual relationships you know you have a, a dominant and a and a, well that doesn't work out either so. <laughs> uh, you have a, a, a male disposition and a female disposition within the context I believe I don't have the direct experience but that's uh, what I've come to uh, conclude um, at any rate <laughs> we're, we're uh, 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 the point is that the guru and the taker text they don't disagree so you know the classical situation you have the father and mother and they never get divorced and they provide us a good good guidance and a good home uh, good 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 teaching for the children hmm? so the active agent of divinity and the passive agent of divinity the sadhu and the shastra <coughs> and um so the Shastra typically is uh, is it's not as accessible. I mean, if, even if you take in the modern times, for example, you take the Bhagavatam. It's an ancient book. It's in an ancient language. As time goes on, that becomes even more difficult to access. But even knowing the language, it's eighteen thousand verses, twelve cantos, so many chapters. It's very complex. It's narrative. With narratives within narratives within narratives, and and uh, it's philosophical. Uh, it's uh, it speaks the Bhagavad in particular, our central text, of course, that the Chaitanya Charitamrita is the distilled essence of. It speaks to us in all of the voices of the sacred text. The Vedas are said to speak like a father or like a king, I should say, without any questions. The king just gives the order, and it's expected that it's done. The Puranas. They speak like a friend, which says, let's take a walk and talk about it and tell you a story. And in the context of the story, the narrative, the point is made. You have your Kavya, then your Ras Shastra, these texts, and they speak obviously like a lover. And the Bhagavad has all of these languages in it. So it's a, it's a complex book, is my point, and um, it requires a teacher. It's, a, it's kind of a point that would seem unnecessary to make, but in recent times there has been a, a um, an emphasis on on books that outweighs the necessity of the teacher and some sects we even find the idea that the book is sufficient unto itself and uh, uh, the book Bhagwat we find it here in Krishnadas's text as well earlier on in the Adi Leela, when he's describing or explaining in depth his second of two namaskar verses that um, are part of his Mongol charn, his auspicious invocation. Bande Sri Krishna Chaitanya Nityananda Sahodito Gododai Pushpabanto Chitro Sandot Monodo. Explaining this verse, this is his specific namaskar verse. He has a general one and a specific one. Specific means the deities, presiding deities of the book, are venerated. Gaur and Nityananda Barry, that's the most poetic of his verses, to be sure. Uh, poetically describing their appearance, comparing it to the <coughs> simultaneous rising of the sun and the moon, uh, as if they were to come at once, and what would be their effect. It's very, very beautiful. It's, uh, it's particularly, uh, if you've ever been to Bengal, West Bengal, 
and the Ganga Delta there, it's uh, the verse will really stick out to you because it's just flat as a pancake, and 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 you can see that you know the Ganga the distance and the sun will rise like right there, right on the ground. It's like the sun is rising out of the out of the sea, you know, at the at the Bay of Bengal practically. So and it looks just like a like a it's very when the sun rises there it's not like the sun at noon it's approachable hmm? you can't approach the, the sun after it starts to uh, get closer i guess and, and it's uh, it's uh, it creates some 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 distance you can't look directly at the sun without uh, hurting your eyes but at that time arunadaya hmm? it's the it's the rust time <laughs> Aruna means like like your color. It's the color of Sakiras, actually. The sun is rising, Arunodaya, at this time, and it's so it's like you could just reach out and grab it. Hmm? A big reddish orange ball, <laughs> and it, like you could just walk up and and jump on something like that. Mahabharata was compared to the sun. To the moon arising simultaneously. Here, the sun in West Bengal, it's like you could approach it. Hmm? So it's, well, one day Sri Krishna Chaitanya Nityananda Sodhi, the Gododai Pushpa. Goda means, Goda means West Bengal. It also means, it means sweet. It means hmm, that uh, the God is appearing in a sweet form, an approachable form. Hmm? That, uh, it transcends, if you will, the the distance in reverential love, where there's an object of love, object of worship, the worshiper, and then there's worship. That gap, the bri- is bridged of worship, and there's a union between the worshiper and the worshipped. That's what we call love. Hmm? It's not called worship anymore. Hmm? It's called praying. It's not called mukti. The Gaudiya ideal, the prayogen, in all the Vaishnav Sampradayas, the goal is mukti. Of course, there are different ideas of what that mukti is. But prem, this is, this is a very Gaudiya word, if you will. And it speaks ultimately of love and, and intimacy. So, at any rate, I'm off on a bit of a tangent here, but it's a beautiful one. Uh, the appearance of Gornatai, as they're beautifully explained, by Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami, and in his explanation of that verse, he raises the point there that the way in which this Gaur Nityananda light the world, illumine the heart, dispel tamdo, all darkness, desire for dharmartha kam, moksha, and bestow prem, is, the way they do that, is through bringing us in touch with what? Who knows? Two Bhagavatas. Hmm? The book Bhagavata, he says, the Granta, hmm? uh, Grantaraj, Srimad Bhagavatam, and the, uh, the the devotee who lives within the text, so to speak, who relishes the text. So it's clear, at any rate, we need both. Hmm? We need both. And um, so, at any rate, that said, the extent to which the sacred texts 
are accessible to the common people hmm, is limited, but the Chaitanya Charitamrita is an attempt to make it the, the, the esoteric and theologically complex texts, uh, teaching of the Goswamis, which te- theologically it's very, very complex, to make that available to the common people. It's a great uh, service of Krishnadas Gaviraj Goswami to translate. This is really, Chaitanya Charitamrita is a, is a hagiography, hmm? which is a political book, if you will. I don't mean it in a in a um, Republican or Democratic, communist or capitalist sense, but in, a, in a, that it, it has it's, it has a point that it wants to make. It has a, it's it's taking a religious figure and framing him or her in a certain way to make a certain point. The religious figure here obviously is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and the way in which he's framed is through the lens of Rupa Goswami. As Narasimha Thakur played, what prayed. Shri Chaitanya Manovishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Svayam Rupakadam Ayam Dadati Svapadam Tikam It's also the mood of Krishnadas Kaviraj, very, very, very faithful to the Goswamis. His book is making their teachings accessible. It's viewing Chaitanya Mahaprabhu through the lens of Rupa Goswami. And put in the Bengali language, common language, a common language. Of course, Mahaprabhu is from Bengal, appeared in Bengal, I should say. Um, and so, very nice service. Uh, he, Not that he's not a Sanskrit scholar. And here we see, as we find at the beginning of each of his chapters practically, he has, he has a Sanskrit verse of his own composition. Indeed, for that matter, he composed the... Um, what is it called? Gwindali Lamrita. Gwindali Lamrita is a very, um, uh, from a literary point of view, the Sanskrit composition is is very um, high, educated, kavya, um, poetry, love language, with so many um, hidden meanings and so forth, covering the, the uh, you know, a, a a day in the life of Radha and Krishna, Astakali, Kalila, the eight divisions of the day, beautifully described, lengthy book, all in Sanskrit composition. So it's not that he was lacking and and uh, all he had was well studied, schooled by the Goswamis, and and then the ability to take that. Hmm, and put it in his own language, in the common language, in the Bengali language. Of course, it's called Sadhu Bhasha, so it's a type of Bengali that includes a lot of Sanskrit words. It's not common today. If you speak Sadhu Bhasha in Bengal, people won't know what you're talking about. It's like speaking, Thou art thine. I never, you know, what are they saying there? I couldn't ever figure who's the thou, who's the thine, who's the art. And <laughs> you know, Old English, for example. Um, so it's something like that. Um, but uh, sadhu bhasha, it's the Bengali of the of the sadhus, and so rich and uh, an extraordinary comp- uh, contribution. And here, in this chapter, he spe- writes in a confessional style, which we find here and there in his text. And so uh, uh, he opens a a window 
into his own life, feelings, heart, and experience. He did this earlier in the text, in the Adi Lila, and this is still Adi Lila in chapter 5, where he dared to speak about the mercy of Nityananda Prabhu, that by which he got access to Vrindavan. Aruko vinitai chander karuna hive sangsara vasana morkave tucha hove. Next line. Vishaya chariya kave shudha hove maan. Vishaya chariya. Sri Vrindavan dham. Sri Vrindavan. So by the mercy of Nityananda Prabhu. And freedom from samsara, Vishaya Chadiya, with all concerns for the world, Vishaya Chadiya, gone. One can enter into Vrindavan. What is Vrindavan? It's beautifully sung by Naratam. It's not a geographical place. And Krishna Das describes earlier on in the confessional style of writing his own experience of Nityananda Prabhu came to him mystically in a dream and told him, go to Vrindavan, all your desires will be fulfilled. So this is a follow-up on that. That was made as an aside there at the end of the fifth chapter where the glories of Nityananda are being told in a big way, right through so many verses, five verses, describing the ontological position of Nityananda Prabhu so that, so that, so that the cautions, if you will, of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu that were, show up repeatedly in the Leela whereby he, he wants to uh, warn everyone not to misunderstand Nityananda Prabhu. Hmm? Um, because he, he was unorthodox in his um, behavior. He was uh, not at all, well, often not very externally uh, conscious. Um, yeah concerned only about gore and the distribution of his message and bringing attention to him and so on and so forth. Sometimes he would act in ways that were somewhat embarrassing. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he worked hand in hand. He's the extended self of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu who could go the places where Chaitanya Mahaprabhu could not after accepting the convention of sannyas for the sake of further circulating his teaching, which then restricted him in some ways also. Sannyasis aren't supposed to be in certain places, otherwise people think they're bad even if they're in the right place. You know. <laughs> if they're in the wrong place, then definitely they're gonna you know, it's gonna show up on Facebook. Hmm? <laughs> so uh, so sannyasis are rest- so the very device that he accepted the convention to further circulate the teaching also became somewhat of a restriction to him. He himself in the garb of sannyasi ministered to very educated people, Bhattacharya, Sarvabhoma, Venkatapata, Prabodhananda, Sarasati, Prabodhananda, excuse me, uh, um, Prakashananda, Sarasati, who we just heard all about, uh, and so forth. These were highly educated, sophisticated members of the, of the society. But Nityananda, who of course was commissioned to speak to the downtrodden people, and it said, if you see him in a brothel with a um, prostitute, and you should know that he's only there for the purpose of delivering them. Hmm? So, some words of caution about Nityananda Prabhu are there, and Mahaprabhu went out of his way on more than one, of a, one occasion to 
point out who Nityananda Prabhu is, was, uh, that the devotees may not, might not misunderstand. And it's in relation to that that Krishna's Kaviraj tells his story of how Nityananda Prabhu came into his life when he himself left home, finding out, realizing that his brother did not honor Nityananda Prabhu, even though he honored Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? To which Krishna says, this is like the half-hen logic. You have a hen, and has a mouth, and another hole underneath, and from the mouth costs money to put food in from the other one. You get eggs and you can sell them and make money if you're an egg eater or seller. <laughs> so he thought, well, cut off the head of the chicken and I have one hole, we'll make money. Hmm? So he said to glorify Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, but not Nityananda Prabhu, this is like a half-hand logic, you get nowhere with that. Hmm? And then he went on to explain his own, as I say, his own situation and and so forth. So this is um, follows up on that, this chapter, in a sense, because um, what happened to him in Vrindavan? Nityananda Prabhu said to go to Vrindavan, all your desires will be fulfilled. He came with his associates. They were dressed like coward boys, wearing peacock feathers and flutes and buffalo horns and sticks and chanting, Krishna, 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 Krishna. Hmm? And, <laughs> and, they, and they said, go to Vrindavan, all your desires will be fulfilled. So Nityananda Prabhu gave him the blessing. By his blessing we can go. He's such a big person in the Gaurila. Hmm? There's no one in Gaurila who is more responsible for bringing attention to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu than Nityananda Prabhu. The widest circulation hmm? and bringing the most attention to him and and with that in mind, extending the teachings to the, to the most downtrodden persons that he could find with the reasoning that if the most downtrodden persons are delivered by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, then people will know the measure of his mercy and celebrate him that much more. Hmm? Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, of course, is here come principally to taste uh, Radha Dasyam, to experience Radha Dasyam and give that to the world. Nityananda Prabhu, no one is helping him to do that more than Nityananda Prabhu. Hmm? And, of course, as a side effect, some people get caught up by the, the Baba of Nityananda Prabhu himself hmm? in Sakirasa and have that sentiment and they assist others also in pursuing the Radha Dasyam as as may be the case. So, here is a follow-up, this chapter. What does he do? What did he do when he got to Vrindavan? What happened to him? What is the, what, what, how did the blessing of Nityananda Prabhu bear its full fruit, the maturity of that fruit? And of course, this is it. This is it. This is the fruit. So this is the story here of how he came to write the Chaitanya Charitamrita in Vrindavan and become known as he is and celebrated throughout the Gaudiya world and beyond. Hmm? And it's a humble confessional here that he um, um, uh, uh, gives us an audience of and we are humbled by hearing hmm, of his good fortune and how he speaks of it. So this first verse says along those lines, Vande Chaitanya Devam Tam Bhagavantam Yad Itchaya Prasabam Nartite Chitram Lekarange Jadopi Ayam So he says that 
I offer my respects to Chaitanya Devam, the God, Sri Chaitanya, by whose desire, Tam Bhagavantam Yad Ichaya Prasabam. By whose will, by whose itcha, by whose desire, one can... Uh, he says, I have become like a dancing dog. A dancing dog means like a pet dog that you get to dance, in a, like in a circus, you know. Up, up now. It dances on, stands on two feet. Dogs are, the quad, are quadrupeds, of course, so when they walk on two feet, humans think, that's fantastic. <laughs> So he says, I have become like a dancing dog by his desire, hmm? although I am a fool. Hmm? I have suddenly taken to the writing of Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita, Sri Krishna Kaviraj, Gosami Mahashaya Kijai. So he begins a little overview of the chapter. Now you're going to tell the story of how he came to write Chaitanya Charitamrita. We are blessed to hear this, hmm? enter into his his experience. Hmm? There in Radhakund, he wrote, there's the place is commemorated, some little bhajan kutir, what it was like at the time, who can imagine now it's been fixed up with Western patrons and so forth and marbleized and, and whatnot, but imagine how humble it was in, in his time. Even now, it would be very difficult and austere for us to live there. And uh, at an old age, he lived there and, and wrote. It appears, appears from his writing that he had arthritis and it was difficult for him to hold the instrument, not exactly like a ballpoint or, or a keyboard, something like that. Uh, so with great, great effort, hmm, he got the grace, and he responded to Grace appropriately that such an opportunity has come to me, I should make an effort to take advantage of it. This is the idea, this is the effort in Gaudiya Vaishnavism. We make a, we make an effort to get grace. If we get grace, we make an effort to to appreciate the grace. The grace means opportunity to take advantage of it. Hmm? So he did that. We are the beneficiaries. Hmm? We should see what what kind of person he is. He'll say some things at times uh, that are may seem out of place to us in our cultural context. 500-some years later in another country that in, in which the, the, there is no clear goal of life or if there is any consensus, it's get money and, and have a successful sex life. And money first, because even if you don't have a successful life, sex life, you can buy one if you have money. Hmm? And with this alone, you might become the president. It's possible. Hmm? Not so bad it is. So, um, very different. While we may be proud of our cultural sensibilities, this is part of our cultural uh, present uh, and uh, very different from his. So there are going to be some, some differences in, in things that he says in the book, and perhaps in this chapter he'll speak strongly um, in ways that we think, well, that's not, that doesn't, 
sound entirely politically correct or something like that, but it's in a different time and a different culture with a different ideal in mind and a different kind of person. Hmm? He's going to speak, this is the confessional, but he's speaking from his bhava, and he has bhava. He's not just wearing a t-shirt, being the bhava. <laughs> no. He's not light-headed. Hmm? He's, 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 he's very grounded. Hmm? Very grounded in the Vedanta. Bhakti, Vedanta. He's grounded, he's got a body of Vedanta, uh, head of Vedanta, with which that heart is beating. And he uses his head, he uses his head to soften his heart. Because he has a soft heart. Hmm? But it's wise love that he has, so it's uncompromising also. It's not just be in the bath and give everybody a hug and, you know, and, and I'm all right, you're all right type of um, uh, affectionate dealings. We talked a little about this the other day. Snigdasya, uh, Svajatiya, Sangha should be with like-minded and affectionate devotees. But what does it mean to be affectionate? It means affectionate in the context of devotion. And sometimes it may take uh, forms, uh, expressions that, that look um, the opposite. There's a famous story of Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur who looked from his veranda and saw one of his disciples holding the bars, the metal bars on the gate out with two hands like this and there was another devotee in front of him stopping him from going out the gate like this, holding the gate and preaching to him. So he was thinking of leaving the mat and Bhaktisanta saw it, called him and gave him sannyas. You have such affection that you like this, you stop him and hold him back and speak to him. Hmm. So, I'll give another example. Pujapatrita Marsh once said that he saw Saraswati Thakur preaching on a certain occasion and he was pounding his fist on the, uh, must have been a little, little something like this, uh, flat, and pounding his fist and speaking, his, his face was becoming flushed. Hmm? And he was appearing very angry and uh, forceful uh, and so forth. Pujapachitamar said, when I saw that, then I thought, now I know the meaning of lotus face. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) this was characteristic of Bhaktisiddhanta Sarasthi Thakur, a disdain for worldliness and, 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 he declared himself an enemy of other conceptions outside of what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to give. It means he knew what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to give. He knew the benefit of that. And to see people get less than that, he found that hard to tolerate. Hmm? One time Pujapat Sridharmarsh was sitting within Manas veranda and it was told that Achyutananda Maharaj had written a book, Autobiography of a Jewish Yogi. Hmm? I don't know if you know, Achyutananda Maharaj is one of my godbrothers. And he's, uh, 
he had lived with Sridhar Maharaj for um, quite some time because he was living in India, serving in India, Prabhupada's mission, early on, and Prabhupada was in America for an extended stay, and he was feeling some need for some association. And so Prabhupada, he wrote to Prabhupada about it, and Prabhupada wrote back and said that for a Siksha Guru, you can go and live with my God, whether it be our Sridhar Maharaj of Navadweep. Hmm? He said, what to speak of, how much benefit you can get from this association, I consider him my Siksha Guru. That's the first we heard of Pujapat Sridhar Maharaj. Um, it's interesting that in the introduction of there and in the end, Prabhupada spoke of him as a, as a qualified Siksha Guru for us. But at any rate, when this is many years later after Prabhupada had left and so forth, and um, Sridhar Maharaj always had affection for Chutananda, lived there for a number of months, and then when Prabhupada came back to India, he rejoined Prabhupada. And uh, when Prabhupada, when, when Guru Maharaj, uh, Pujapat Sridhar Maharaj heard that that, that Chaitanya had written a book, Autobiography of a Jewish Yogi, he didn't quite understand. He said, he's become a Jewish Yogi? <laughs> a Chaitanya? And he has heard so nicely about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and his gift and his, his contribution. How is it possible he's become a Jewish Yogi? <laughs> ah. No, no, we know we explained. But, uh, but this is an example of what I'm talking about. Who knows what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to give? Hmm? Then they may speak in certain ways about other ideas and so forth, and if, but if they have the kind of that kind of feeling for what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to give them, that should be given precedence over what may sound like not very pluralistic, uh, um, maybe sectarian um, in our in our times. So, and and Krishnas will speak with that kind of a voice a little bit in this chapter as well. He'll begin his chapter with a further extended glorification of the Panchatattva, who is the subject of the previous chapter, as we know. Hmm? And um, and a glorification of their distribution, their method, which is Namsan Kirtan, and he'll glorify Krishna Nam, and then he'll speak of the shortcomings of Krishna Nam or apparently, uh, in, in that they recede, the names of Krishna, they recede somewhat to the background in the face of offenses. Hmm? And how the names of his deity, Gaur Nityananda, they don't do that. Hmm? So he, he even... He's, he's, he's such a Gaur Bhakta. It's, it's, uh, some devotees have said, said to me at times that that, that, uh, that Marjorie, you, you really have a focus on Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And I kind of, kind of chuckle. I said, this is a Gaudiya Vaishnavism. This is what we do here. Uh, there are some Gaudiya people that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is kind of like an afterthought or, or, or something and step on him to go to Radha and Krishna. Um, uh, but uh, we don't think like that. And Krishna didn't think like that. We'll see as we go along. I'm just giving a little summary but how he... But gives precedence to Gaur and Nanda's names over Ram and Krishna's names, hmm? even. Uh, it's very, very beautiful, very, very heartfelt. Hmm? And um, and he'll go on to uh, further emphasize the divinity of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he's Krishna himself, and 
and and how indeed if you don't worship him hmm, there's no real worship of Krishna hmm? and he speaks very strongly about that those who worship Krishna but not Chaitanya Mahaprabhu well we'll see what he says as he goes on so it's a it's a very powerful um, emphasis on Chaitanya Mahaprabhu the gift the Krishna at the present in the present you know in the, in the, at this time and so forth and then he'll uh, start to tell his own uh, story in Vrindavan and how he got the blessing and came to write Chaitanya Chiritamrita. So let's read a few few verses tonight. Jai Jai Sri Chaitanya Jai Gochandra Jai Jai Sri Krishna Chaitanya Gochandra Jai Jai Paramananda Jai Nityananda So of course this is easy to understand. Jai Jai Sri Krishna Chaitanya Gochandra Sri Krishna Chaitanya is the golden moon and Nityananda is the Paramananda the supreme bliss and I victory to them again these are his, his the deities presiding over the book these are the the, the samasti gurus of Gaudiya Sampradaya samasti means like macrocosmic gurus and then you have the microcosmic gurus in the various lineages hmm? that's why in Gaurlila Sadaka Siddhabhuma where Siddhas are playing as Sadakas Gaur and Nityananda are the principal guru figures there and the relationship with all, between all the devotees and Gornitinand is in a special kind of Dasya Bhava. It's not the Dasya Bhava by Kunta. Hmm? Why? So many reasons. The whole context of the Leela is human-like. It's, it's, by Kunta is not human-like. It's at Hoksaja. God has four arms. Other people have four arms. There's extraordinary Aishvarya. Hmm? Um, Charsti. Uh, they have the same opulence as Narayan as, as possible mm. so forth so it's very you know you're in a different world but if you go to Goloka mm. and in Goloka you go to Vrindavan and instead of inside of Vrindavan you find Navadweep these places Gokul Vrindavan Dweep Nadia there fully human-like. So, for example, the Dasya Bhakti in Vrindavan, there is Dasya Bhakti there. For the most part, it's tinged with Sakya. But there is some some little bit pure pure Dasya, but it's not like the Dasya of Bhakunta. It means in the context of the Leela, there are some servants sector. Hmm? Like Nanda Maharaj and Yashoda Mahi, they're the king and queen of of Vrindavan, they have some servant, servants. There are servant boys. So they serve in the context of the Leela. They're not standing back and offering pranams to Krishna at a distance or anything like that, but they're servant boys. It's their temperament, disposition. Hmm? They have Dasyavak. Bhav Sanchita and Mahaprabhu Leela is similar. It's human-like and... and um, it's like the relationship between the guru and the disciple and the extent to which there can be intimacy there. Hmm? Servitude and mixed with little, tempered with little friendship. Vishram hmm? hmm? Bena, Guru Seva, Rupa Goswami says, 
Vishram Vishwas means faith. So to serve Vishram Guru say to serve the Guru with faith. But it also Vishwas means faith means another thing. Faith means absence of doubt. Absence of doubt means confidence. Confidence. I'm confident, I'm sure, certainty. When we doubt, then we're suspicion leads to suspension. As we doubt, just like you're doubting, I don't know about that. Maybe that'll go in my heart, maybe not. I'm gonna hold off and just so the mind the reason works like that for good reason. Hmm? But Krishna in the Gita says a person is their faith. Hmm? Shraddhayam Purusha. Shraddhayam Purusha. Hmm? A person is their faith. Hmm? So, without faith, we cannot proceed in anything. We have. It's. Uh, uh, so, therefore, suspicion causes some suspension, suspends our animation, our movement. At home, then, our intellectual guard is put down. We're at home, it's friendly, there's no one to be suspicious of, and so forth. We're in another place, we're cautious. What are we listening to? What are we eating? What's on the bottle? We want to read it, and so forth. We have a proceed-with-caution type of reason, filter, that we move with. Vrindavan is without that filter. Gyanshunya hmm? bhakti, unencumbered by any calculation, any reason why I should do. It's moving naturally and spontaneously. Hmm? It's the homeland of, of the heart. Not any calculation, not serving Krishna because he should be served, because he's God. None of these, none of these lesser ideas are getting in the way. Hmm? So, faith means absence of doubt. It's a tangible thing. Hmm? I have faith means doubt is removed. With doubt is removed, I can move forward, and there's a confidence, there's a certainty, there's a, a, a surety. Hmm? So, Vishvam Bena Guru Seva, serving the Guru with, with, with confidence that I'm competent, I can get the right answers here. Hmm? I can get the right example here. Hmm? And confidence, we follow the meaning further. Confidence obviously comes to confidential, I have confidence, I can share with you my feelings, my Heart, guyamakyati, prichati, Rupa Goswami says, this is love, hmm? to reveal one's heart. In my heart, I am following your advice. Just like we heard in the previous chapter, Mahaprabhu was told by his guru, you can't study Vedanta, you're a fool, should do Krishna mantra and chant Krishna Nam. He did that and then he came back and reported, this happened to me. Uh, in confidence, I chanted and this was the result. I went mad. I was rolling on the ground. And, and Guru Maharaj Ishwapuri Pad said, Very good. This is the result of that mantra I've given you. Very good. 
nice verse from Bhagavatam, 12th Canto side there. Krishna cites it three, four, six times in Chaitanya Charitamrita. says it's the most important verse, describing the symptoms of uh, ecstasy derived from Krishna Nam. Hmm? So, Mahaprabhu revealed these things so that ideas, Vishram Bena Guru Seva, that we should understand the relationship, take advantage of what's been given to us, the mantras and so forth, and serve, and then then we want a relationship with the Guru. It's it's with the Guru. You know, people want a relationship with the Guru and they go, I don't know, he, you know, he didn't write me back, or, you know, I was, you know, uh, I don't know, I, you know, I was there in the class and he kind of looked stern, I don't know, you know, I was looking for a relationship, you know. <laughs> Relationship. There's a relationship with friends. There's a relationship with parents, with lovers, and so forth. And the relationship with the guru. So, get it in context. Bring an apple, yeah, mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. So that, but if the relationship is pursued appropriately, he's he or she is teaching. So if we are making an effort to understand the teaching and to apply it in our lives, that'll be evident by our questioning. And by our actions, then this will obviously draw the attention. Oh, she's learning. She's interested. He's 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 he caught that point. Hmm? Ah, when that point came to me, it was such an epiphany. And I've spoken about it so many times in so many different ways to try to do justice to it. And and she understood it. Hmm? It's so encouraging. Hmm? This is this is the this is the. Um, this is what we strive for in our Guru, Guru Gayatri, to, to, to enthuse the Guru in this way, hmm? by understanding the teaching and, 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 and revealing our heart in confidence, not like about bhakti, <laughs> about what bhakti is doing, what this relationship of bhakti is, is, is doing for me. According to this text, the texts are saying this, it's happening to me, or it's not happening to me. Hmm? And we can say, oh, this is why. This is the problem, and so forth. But confidence in this way, it, it goes from faith means absence of doubt, and uh, confident. Uh, we can move forward, uh, un, un, unencumbered by by the by the intellect to some extent, because we use the intellect properly. We don't get used by it, but we learn to use it, and and. And as I say, it leads to confidence, confidence, and vishramba. Vishramba, vishramba is the pradhan of sakirasa. It arises completely out of this. This is the whole ground of it. Confidence. Confidence can ultimately be shared amongst equals. So in sakirasa, the, 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 there is equality between Krishna and his friends. So they have complete confidence, confidential relationship with one another. Each each cowherd boy, each and every single friend of Krishna thinks and feels Krishna loves me the most. And every single one of them is right. That is Satyarasa. Hmm? Beautiful idea. So, we cannot be the friend in the full sense like that with the guru in the context of the guru disciple relationship but i'm just making the point that vishram bena guru seva extends ultimately in this direction within the confines of the dasya bhakti um if you will um 
that we have in relation to the Guru. Arjuna is an example. Arjuna is, well, he's a friend and he has Dasya Bhakti. It's the other way around. But Dasya Bhakti with some friendship. So this is the Dasya of Gaur Leela. It's very special. Or the Vrindavan Leela also. So, how we got there? Many points made. Made here, at any rate, he offers his obeisances to Gauchandra and Nityananda Prabhu to begin further his chapter. Jai Jai Sri Krishna Chaitanya Gauchandra Jai Jai Paramananda Jai Nityananda Again, these are the, the presiding deities of his book and presiding deities of Gaudiya Vaishnavism. He says, Jai Advaita Charja Kripamai Jai Jai Garadhar Pandit Mahasaya My respects to Advaita Charya who is full of mercy, the teacher, full of mercy. Jai Jai Garadhar Pandit Mahasaya to Garadhar, the great Pandit. Jai Jai Srivasari Jatu Bhaktagan Pranata Huya Pandu Sabar Charan Victory, Jai, glory to Shivas, etc. Jadabhaktagan and the whole group of devotees. Um, I fall down, I make pranam to them, I worship their lotus feet. So, here, as you can see, of course, here is again, he's beginning to repeat what he's already done in the previous chapter. The glorification of the Panchatattva, a little extended here in the beginning of this onset, at the onset of this chapter, he singled them out. Just to go briefly onto that again, it's worth reiterating. You have Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the Godhead Himself. You have the expansion of the Godhead. Prakash means for the Paravyom, for the spiritual world, which distinguishes that manifestation from the Avatar who is descending. So the purpose of the of the the purposes of the two are different. The purpose of the prakash is what for lila. For example, Narayan is the prakash vilas uh, for vilas for play in Vaikuntha of Krishna, and of course, of all the expansions for lila, the primary and foremost is is Ram himself, Balram. Here is. Nityanandaram. So is is the is the example of the prakash in the Panchatattva. It means that for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has come to give, as much as he come to give Radhadasyam to the world, to taste it and to give it to the world, it requires also other supporting roles. Hmm? Nityananda Prabhu is a supporting role. He presides over the Sambandarupa Bhakti, Vatsalya, Dasya and Sakya. And all these supporting roles are necessary. Without without Sakya, without Vatsalya, how can there be Parakya? If there's no mothers to, you know, no adults, to, how can there be any Parakya? How can there be any eloping and running away from home and sneaking out and so forth? So all these things are required. And so for this, there must be the, the expansion of the personality of Godhead. And the first and foremost, this is Balaram. It means also there's a, the world, the Paravyom is variegated, the Lord appears in different forms, corresponding with the hearts of the devotees, whose hearts are all 
blossoming with bhakti, that means from within the parameters of the of the teaching, the siddhanta, they are the art that forms on the canvas of, of the chinti beta beta, hmm? um, where under the influence of the sarup shakti, everything is moving for the pleasure of Krishna. Hmm? So it's a variegated reality, and so Mahaprabhu has come to give something. You understand, Nityananda has to come with him. There has to be a, to give the teaching to illustrate the fullness of the teaching. All these members of the Panchatattva. Uh, are manifesting. So, part of the teaching, to give the Radhadasim, for that to exist in the first place, there must be the supporting role. We see it in Nityanandapu. No one is, I said this earlier, no one is giving attention to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu more than Nityanandapu. Not the Goswamis, not anybody. Before they ever wrote any books, Nityanandapu started the Gaudiya Sampradaya by teaching everyone, Vajra Gauranga, Kaha Gauranga, Laha Gauranga, Namuri, Vajra Gauranga, Amar Pranre. And people said, it sounds weird, but if I can get this person, as he says, I'm purchased by whoever chants the name of Gore, gives the teaching of Gore, hmm? Hmm? Uh, uh, whoever worships Gore, I'm purchased by them. They thought, there's no philosophy to back this up, there's no, <laughs> there's no scriptural <laughs> reference, anything, but this person is so extraordinary that I, if I can be, like, if, if he can be purchased, I, I want him on my team. I want so Jai Gore. <laughs> you chant the name of Gore. What are the teachings of Gore? They haven't even come out yet. Hmm? <laughs> in any in any systematic way, this is the beginning of the whole sampradaya. Nityananda Prabhu, and of course, without Nityananda Prabhu, we don't have this book Chaitanya Charitamrita. Without Nityananda Prabhu, we don't have Chaitanya Bhagwat. Chaitanya, the author himself, Prabhupada says, Nityananda Prabhu in my heart, told me to write this book. So he's a big, big person. And he's big in the Leela, in, in Krishna Leela, where this is, of course, taking us. And that, even in relation to Radhadasya. I mean, Nityananda Prabhu, Balaram is the Mariyata Purush in Krishna's Braj life, the older person who's always being appointed put in, by Mother Yasoda to take care of him. You're the older brother. You're the older brother. Hmm? So he chastises him on different occasions. He ate dirt, he complains to his mother, and so forth. So he never, he knows about his rendezvous with Radha, but he never, he never, he never squeals on him. He never, you know, he allows it. He's making, he's allowing it to happen. Hmm? Yeah. He's getting out of the way to make that happen. And in Gorlil, everything's reversed. He's in the way, making it happen, hmm? pushing it like anything. Hmm? Uh, so, so we need Gaur, the Panchatat, we need Nityananda. Advaita is the teacher, and so Advaita is the avatar principle. So the principle here is Prakash is for the Paravyam, for the spiritual world, the variegated nature of that place, different manifestations of Krishna, who's, when you say Krishna Bhakti means Anyabhilashita Sunyam, Gyan Karmadi and Abhita, Manukulena Krishna Anushilanam Bhakti Rutam. It means Krishna and his expansions and, and so forth. It's not limited to just Krishna. So they're all Krishna in Tattva. So that's the Prakash. Again, then the avatar means descending down, special case, for teaching, for disseminating the teachings of the Veda, saving the people, so on and so forth. Mahavishnu makes the world, if you will, and then there's a problem. So that, that, that the jivas that he that, that are his expansions when the one becomes many might meet their maker 
he avatars. He's the, he's the original avatar, this uh, Mahavishnu, of course. When Narayan wants to bestow mukti, and there's nobody to bestow it on, because everybody's got it in Vaikuntha. When Narayan wants to experience compassion, there has to be a world that requires it. And so in that eternal moment, then there's a corresponding world and form of himself, Mahavishnu, and the jivas come out. The one becomes many. Lokabhattu lilakaiwalyam, out of love, out of joy. The one becomes many, and because they're small in the face of the vastness of the Maya Shakti, they become overwhelmed. And so there's a need now to further avatar, further descend, avatara, to descend from up to down. And and enable everyone to meet their maker. You can see then from this, this is the general course, what kind of special dispensation Chaitanya Charitamrita is about. Hmm? This is the normal course. And in, in this situation, what's happened is Swami Bhagavan himself has come for internal reasons of his own, the questions of his own, the highest theological questions ever asked, and God's asking them, in the context of his own existential crisis. We asked questions about God in relation to our own existential crisis. Is there a God? God's asking, am I God? Oh, my God. This is really what Krishna is doing. He's, yeah, I am, everybody says I'm God. Everybody worships me. But, I don't know if anybody's listening, but there's somebody I worship. I'm trying to figure that out. What's that? Hmm? What is it in her that makes me drawn to her and makes her so drawn to me? I, and, and, and he asks, he starts to question. This is the auto-psychoanalysis that Krishna uh, un- undergoes. Hmm? And we're we, you know, we able to enter into that hmm? through Chaitanya Charitamrita. Mean, it causes the, the very... It's at the core... The, the heart of the, the, the appearance of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in the world. And, and as if he's an avatar. So, so naturally there's an overflow, the distribution, of course, the distribution of, of, of compassion, Mahabhu avatar. Yes, Narayan wants to do compassion, experience compassion, there's Mahavishnu, the avatars come, and so on and so forth. But here, why Rupa Goswami said, Mahavadanaya avatar. Hmm? He says, Namo Mahavadanaya. Hmm? Krishna Prema Pradayate. Do you know it? Krishnaya Krishna Chaitanya Namane Gaurav Trise Namaha. Yes, I taught her that verse. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, here are you. It's a very nice verse because the, 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 the Nam, the Guna, and Rupa and Lila of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu all described in this verse. Hmm? And Mahabhadanaya avatar. Hmm? This is his, his, his guna. Mahabhadanaya. He has Audarya. Krishna has Audarya, but this Audarya. Maha Audarya. Mahabhadanaya. Why? Hmm? The whole world, Shristi Lila, the Lila of the world, is for God to be compassionate. Why is he Mahabhadanaya? 
Mahabharana, compassion to the extreme. He is the very person of compassion, the compassionate nature of Krishna as Radha. And he's giving, not Vaikuntha, he's giving not only Golok, but even Radha Dasyam. This is not the ordinary fare. This is not the standard business of the avatar. And don't think that your sarup is inherent, otherwise there's no meaning to the gift of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Don't think like that. Your sarup opportunity, the form of love comes from bhakti. Bhakti has a shape. Love has a form. So we get bhakti from devotees. And bhakti means prem bhakti also. Means sadhana bhakti, bhava bhakti, prem bhakti. It comes, we cultivate it. But what has been given, we cultivate. And what we unknowingly cultivate hmm, is we're cultivating sadhana bhakti, but hmm, that sadhana bhakti has come to us in a, in a certain way through our through our association. We got a certain samskar for bhakti. It's affected the chitta. Hmm, and so it will unfold in a certain way, will play out in a certain way as we apply ourselves to it based on our association. And Gaudi Sampradaya means a special opportunity. You can't get you can't get this in any other any other association. This is the Gaudi window of opportunity. Hmm? If it's if it's if you if there's some, some sometimes it's misunderstood. Bhakti's inherent, the surup is inherent, then where's the gift? Who are you gonna give it to? I mean, everybody you gotta find people with the with the Manjuri Sarups, and we'll just grab them. And this is not how Mahaprabhu's movement is described. It's going everywhere, hmm? giving a special special dispensation. Hmm? He's doing the work of the Yuga Avatar. It's said that he has internal reasons and he has external reason. What's the external reason? To give Rag Bhakti. That's pretty esoteric. <laughs> That's a pretty esoteric, exoteric reason. Hmm? It's almost like he has three and a half esoteric reasons for appearing. For the to fulfill the three answer the three questions about hmm, the nature of Radha's love and, and how she experiences him and so forth. And to give Braj Bhakti to the world, not to just to give Vaikuntha. Hmm? To give something that's unknown, unheard of in Vaikuntha. It's very Krishna Das knows this. He knows this. He understands this. He's just a half of generation behind. He had association of Raghunath Das, who he says is his guru at the end of the book. Hmm? He quoted him in the pre- but in the morning we've been hearing him quote uh, from Raghunath Das's own poetic notes, directly witnessing Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's extraordinary ecstasies. Rupa Goswami outlines the whole Bhakti Rasam Rita Sindhu. And he gives the, when the section of the Astic, of the Sattvika Bhavas and so forth, which are uncommon, he says, I, I'm not telling all of them, saying there are some others that are just so uncommon. Yeah. They appeared in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And Raghunath Das was a witness. He wrote it down. And Krishna Das says, you know, they say that Yes, over time, everybody becomes a miracle person, and you know you write the story, and 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 suddenly everything about him is miraculous over time, and great people, and so forth. Hmm? 
That does happen. I've seen it happen. <laughs> Suddenly someone who becomes a Nitya Siddha, uh, where how did that happen all of a sudden? And so on and so forth. But this is happening right at the time of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. The extraordinary things are being said right then, at that time, by personal uh, witnesses, uh, his, seeing his ecstasies and some of the very extraordinary... There's no person in the religious history of the world that... that um, um, more embodies spiritual uh, ecstasy than Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. That's a very objective statement. Hmm? And um, I even have a quote from a from a Christian theologian who, who says the same thing. I've cited before. Um, so it's but it's objective, really, and it's a very extraordinary because. As I often say, well, belief in God is maybe something that's difficult for people, but but what about love of God? Hmm? Love of, you cannot maybe see God, but you can see love of God. Hmm. In Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, you can see imitations of love of God, obviously, too, but real love of God that's wise, that includes within it the wisdom as to the futility of the pursuit of happiness Enduring happiness in relation to things that don't endure. Hmm? Mahabha was a tag, he was a, was a sannyasi, so he had given up the world. Hmm? And he was absorbed in ecstatic love of God. It is, you, you can see love of God. You cannot see God, but you can see love of God. But of course, the secret is if you see love of God, you're seeing God. This is a beta bed. Where there's love of God, there's God. Hmm? Um, and you cannot find a greater example of love of God than in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. You can't. Just by uttering the name of Krishna, you would fall into a, a trance, just trying to get to Puri. <laughs> he was trying to get to Puri. By the time he saw the, actually saw the temple, the problem became greater, even though he was close enough to see the temple. Because now he was falling every other step hmm, in ecstasy. And then when he got to the temple, right, Again, he passed out, and the guards, huh, you can't do that here, you can't lie down like this, roll around in the temple. Hmm? And they were ready to beat him, and so forth. And Mahasabharamu came to the to his rescue, and so forth. The story goes. So, he's a really, just a very, he is a very historical person, empirically, you know, verifiable person, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And the stories about him are, or they're, uh, you know they make a, they'd like to make a historical case for the Jesus, you know the witnesses or twelve of them. They saw that you know it was there and and he 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 rose from the dead. This is a miracle of miracles. Shut down all the pagan miracle makers and shamans in Europe and with this one miracle and and so on and so forth. And these Mahabhu had so many associates, so many people writing about him, learned, lettered men of the time and so forth. Should this testimony should be known of the Eastern Savior to the world, making and it's only five hundred years ago. It's it's, it's very, um, let's say, empirically verifiable that such an embodiment of love of God, and that derived from the method of his madness, Namsan Kirtan, is there as an example. And Krishna Das is trembling at the thought. Of, I was just half a generation from this. It's contagious. I associated with Raghunath Das Goswami, hmm? and I've got it. It's so like absurd. This Orientalist's original uh, European 
scholars coming to India and, and dissecting the Hindu texts when they came to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, they said, it seems like he had epilepsy. Hmm? Which, of course, my reply is, but it's not contagious, epilepsy. Hmm? But it's so contagious. Krishna is, is caught, he's caught this. He's got it. Hmm? His feelings are, he's uh, so touching, the, fe- the way he speaks about his, you know, what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu means to him, what the, his, how he wrote the book, and we'll, we'll, we'll hear further as we follow, how he feels about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And he said earlier, some people don't believe these things, but I believe them completely. Mm. This is good association. Mm. Such good association. Mm. So Nityananda Prabhu, Advaita, we need the avatar. He brought Chaitanya Mahaprabhu for external reasons, right? Mm. The story is there. And that's what the avatar, that, so he represents the avatar, that's what the Mahavishnu does. He avatars. Hmm? So that principle is present in Advaita, and we see the connection, as we see the connection of Nityanandapu as the Prakash. And in order for this to come to the world, well, it has to, it has, there has to be avatar principles involved. Hmm? And so, Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Advaita, and Gadadhar, he says, and the Pandit Gadadhar, Mahashai, the great Pandit. Hmm? This is, of course, the Radha of Gorlila, and he's teaching Chaitanya Mahaprabhu ultimately how to be Radha. And directly and indirectly, in Puri, indirectly, he has to start getting out of the way. Hmm? The more Mahaprabhu takes on the Bhava of Radha, the more Gadadhar recedes to the background. But he's in the forefront in the beginning. Be cautious to protect Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, to protect Krishna from that which he wants to experience. It's dangerous. Hmm? The Radha Bhav will do things to him that, and he makes a testimony himself through the words of Krishna Kaviraj, right? Hmm? According to the secular Rasa Shastra, Bharat said, when two lovers, male and female, get together, they enjoy equally. Hmm? But Krishna says, this is not, Bharat, he didn't really know the bhakti rasa. Hmm? Secular rasa shastra is only like a shadow of that, a reflection of that. He didn't learn it very well. Hmm? In the beginning, Bharat was taught hmm? the rasa shastra. But, hmm. yeah, no, Bharat, Muni, as ways to translate it. Hmm. He's the Adikavi, he's the, he's the father of all the Natya Shastra, the arts and so forth of, of India. Hmm. Bharat Natyam, you've heard of it? Hmm. No? So, yeah. the, 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 the Brahma, the spiritual knowledge of Rasa. Hmm? Tene Brahma was given to Bharata. We Yatura, but he but but he and his others they're the they're gods of the world since they were bewildered by it. They made this huge mistake. Hmm? Why? Because the fact is in Bhakti Rasa they, the lovers don't enjoy equally. The object of love is Krishna. Hmm? But the vessel of the love, Radha, her experience exceeds his, he says, millions of times. 
So she knows. He thinks he's a big lover. Hmm? He's such a big, bold character. He makes a statement. Everybody follows me. However they approach me, I can reciprocate in kind. Come. I am Rasaraj. Gopi said, we're coming. Okay. And they came in such a way that this is where Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's verse in Bhagavad Gita is where he appears. Play this verse out to the full extent. Take him up on it. Hmm? Take him up on it. As you surrender, I will reciprocate accordingly. Go because they took him up on that. Hmm? And he couldn't. <laughs> in relation to them, he could not. Hmm? Their experience exceeds his own, he said. You have to be satisfied with it and... I want to experience it. Hmm? I will become a sannyasi. I will give it to the world and serve and glorify w- w- your love to the whole world. Hmm? Once every day of Brahma, I will come and do He says it in the Bhagavatam. <laughs> every, I will come and do this. This is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So she knows. He's a big guy. He thinks he's a big Rasa Raj. He knows everything about Rasa. He wants to take taste Gopi Bhav. It's going to be his head going to spin. Hmm? His arms are going to go inside like a tortoise, and he's going to—he's going to—his joints are going to become elongated. Hmm? He's going to do it in a sadaka deha. Hmm? It doesn't fit inside of a sadaka deha. So I've got to go with him and follow him like a shadow. You showed him in the so you follow him, Madhara. They were fast friends from childhood. They would sleep together, hmm? side by side. Gadara was with him day and night, everywhere. When he went to Puri, Gadara went with him. He was told by his mother that you go and stay in Puri as a sannyasi. So he, when he went and stayed in Puri, Gadara took a vow never to leave Puri. Hmm? And then Chaitanya Mahaprabhu left Puri to go to Vrindavan. And he said, you can't come. I'm going to Vrindavan. If we both go, that'll be a problem. <laughs> Rod, I'm going there looking for Radha. If you come with me, then well, uh, and it, so it's a complicated thing. But so, but he everywhere following Mahaprabhu and schooling him in the Bhagavatam. Every morning, after bathing, hmm, coming home, hmm, and Vishnu Priya cooking, Mother Sachi. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu comes, make the offering, or his. The Brahmin come, like a Brahmin boy, like you can come. Today you make the offering. That's your bhakti. And you make the offering. Well, offering, kirtan, and Gadada will give the Bhagavatam. You want to go? Somebody told me, one of my disciples once said, I know, I said, the Gaur Lila seems a little boring. Krishna Lila is full of so much intrigue and everything. I said, you go hear the Bhagavatam, so Gadara Pandit, and see if it's boring what he will say, what he will draw out from those verses. And in Puri there, he schooled Mahaprabhu regularly at Totagopinath. And watching him, and then as he gradually, systematically in Puri, starts to enter into the Radhabhav, then he puts him in, he recedes to the background, Gadara, Radha, and Ramananda, and 
Swarup, Amadur Swarup, they further coach Mahaprabhu, hmm, and uh, be successful. So, he's saying this really in a quoted way here, Angrada Pandit, Mahasaya, the Pandit, scholar, the teacher of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. What is he going to teach Chaitanya Mahaprabhu? Well, Gadada teach him. You're not the body? Hmm? <laughs> he's teaching him how to be rot, how to get what he came to get. Who else can be his teacher? This is, he's, he says, he's the teacher. Hmm? He's out in this. And Srivas, huh? who opened his house. Most of the devotees will be householders. So. Hmm? Srivas Adi Gaur Bhaktivinoda. And they should open their house. Make their house, their heart one. Hmm? The courtyard of Srivas is the heart of a devotee. Hmm? Where, Chaitanya, where, where Krishna Nam is is dancing freely. Hmm? And that and, and Rasakirtan is being experienced. And to make your heart a Sangam, the courtyard of Shivas. So this way again he, he mentions them all. Hmm? He says Mukta Kobita Kore Jansabar Smarane Pangugiri Lange and Deki Targane. By remembering the lotus feet of the Panchatattva a dumb man can become a poet. A lame man can cross mountains. A blind man can see stars in the sky, distant stars in distant galaxies. Eshab namone je pandit shakal tasabar vidyapatta bhikkha kulahal the education cultivated by so-called learned scholars who do not believe the statements of Chaitanya Charitamrita is like the tumultuous croaking of frogs. Hmm? So Prabhupada gets that Dr. Frog example. Eshab namane jeba kori krishna bhakti krishna kripa nahitari nahitari One who does not accept the glories of the Panchatattva but makes a show of bhakti to Krishna can never achieve the mercy of Krishna or advance towards the ultimate goal. So we'll hear more about this now. He's given a basic glorification of the Panchatattva. Now he'll speak about Krishna, worship of Krishna, in relation of worship of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Shri Krishna's Kaviraj Kasami Mahashaya Kijai. Shri Chaitanya Charitamrita Kijai. Shri Shri Voradamadava Kijai. Guru Vishnu Guru Parampara Ki Jai, Guru Bhaktivinoda Ki Jai, Guru Premanam Ki Jai.